All you need to mention is the cost for babies and uh, weddings. So if anything being sold for a child, cost goes up. Anything for a wedding, cost goes up. So it's mind-blowing to me, Ben, that, that weddings cost this much and that people are also willing to spend that much. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Welcome in to Unlocking Your Financial Future. I am Ben George alongside Ben Schrock. Ben, I, I hear that you guys just wrapped up your, your famous Schrocktoberfest. What's yeah. that all about? <laughs> yeah, we, we threw a little party for uh, some of our newer clients and it was the first year we ever did this. So it was, uh, we, we throw you know, parties throughout the course of the year, invite different clients to each event, but it was uh, our version of Oktoberfest and our name, you know, kind of falls right into that. So we kind of branded it around Oktoberfest. So we had some good German food, some beer, and, and just some good times with clients and, and friends. That sounds like a lot of fun. I love, October is always a great time and I love trying to find like local Oktoberfest to hang out and try new food and drinks. It's always a, a great time. So that's pretty cool that you guys do that. Uh, yeah. We'll have to uh, see if we can make our way up to Wadsworth next year for that, that big event. For if sure. you guys do it for a second year. <laughs> you bet. So today we're going to go, we're changing up a little bit. We've done series every episode in this podcast so far, but we're going to change it up and go to headlines. We want to do... Some topical uh, conversations and, and really look at some of the, the headlines that are maybe affecting or impacting uh, the investing and, and financial planning and and get Ben's reaction to these things and kind of get his thoughts, help us sort it out and kind of how it affects us and our plan. Remember, Ben is the owner and financial advisor of B.A. Schrock Financial Group in Wadsworth, where they had Schrocktoberfest. And you can find them there at their office, or if you're in the Cleveland or Akron area, reach out to them by phone at 330-473-1060 or online at bashrock-fg.com. So I want to start with the election. And we're, we're still about a year away from the 2020 presidential election, and that's obviously something that's dominating all the headlines. I've got a couple headlines I want to run by you and get your thoughts sure. on. Let's start with this one. There's a lot of talk about this 2020 election. We've seen a lot of different candidates and stuff. But at what point do you think the impending election will kind of start to play a role in the way that we think and the way that we behave as investors? Yeah, you know, that talk about an awkward conversation. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but no, it, I think it already has. And I think it's just the way that the media is constantly driving this election, this impending election, putting it in front of our faces, and they have been for the past couple of months. So I think it already is starting to impact people and, and impacting some of the decisions. And I, and I, I always tell people that I, I hate the fact that politics have such an impact in our business, but the reality is they do. And it's the way that information travels today. You know, if Trump tweets one thing about a deal with China or the doors are opening for a trade deal, markets go up. Or, you know, the trade door slams in our face, markets go down. So it's like anything that, that is going on in the media, in the news politically, our markets are affected by that. So I think it already has, and it's going to continue to be a, a rough road and ups and downs uh, along 2020. Yeah, and I think that with social media, the way it is, it's just, it just becomes an echo chamber. You know, you kind of hear what you want to hear, and depend, everybody wants to have an opinion because you have to stick out. So it's kind of hard to sift through all the noise and figure out exactly what's affecting you and what's not. Because one day it can seem like the end is near, and the next day it can seem like the economy's never been better. It just depends on who you listen to and who you talk to. Uh, but that election will definitely have a play in that as we get a little bit closer to it. And the other part of the election is, 
the platforms that people run on. And there's one candidate, Andrew Yang, who's a Democratic candidate, and he has an interesting idea, and that is to give every American family a $1,000 freedom dividend every single month. So first off, how would you spend that $1,000? <laughs> well, with two and diapers, uh, probably a lot of that go to diapers. Now. Um, no, you know, that's a really great question. I I look at that as, um, you know, there's a lot of you know, I guess that's more of a loaded question in terms of that the whole concept of that freedom dividend. But really, I look at it from my wife and I's perspective, and I would probably not spend it. I would probably save that, maybe go towards college, later planning expenses for the kids, something along those lines. Because we're fortunate enough right now where you know we we plan and budget properly, where we don't really need anything extra. So I don't know if I would spend it honestly, but I think I would probably start socking that away and, and scrolling that away for a rainy day or for those future college expenses. Do you think something like that could work, though, in all actuality? I mean, it, it, who wouldn't want an extra $1,000 a month? But how do we pay for that extra $1,000? I think it's a big question. But do you think that could actually be effective? Yeah, you know, that's a really, again, another good question is, uh, I mean, this has been, it's new to the U.S. And, and the interesting thing about Andrew Yang is he's a, a successful businessman. And if you look into his background a little bit, he's a very smart individual, ran a lot of successful companies. So, and I think this is more popular overseas in Europe and and uh, some other countries over there, but I just don't know. I, I, I'm a firm believer in nothing's for free. You know, there's no free lunch, and what's the catch? So when you dive in a little bit deeper, and I have, there's obviously going to be some more taxes. And one of the big things that kind of jumped off for me was that increased FICA tax, which I think is long overdue. I think they do need to increase it, but he's, I think he's talking about completely taking the ceiling off of that. So right now, I think it caps off in like the one, I don't know the exact number, like 140,000 um, or 150,000 range. So once you make over that threshold, you no longer pay into the the social security tax and Medicare tax. So I'm sorry, just the social security tax. But once you go over that, there's there's no more money going into the FICA. So if he removes that ceiling and, and someone, for instance, maybe a doctor that makes four or $500,000 a year now is also paying that six and a half, seven percent FICA tax on that extra money. So that's definitely going to go into it. And then he's, I think he's also talking about a value added tax, a VAT tax, which is like a 10% tax on goods produced by businesses. So again, some certain things don't apply to that. Certain things do. So there's some questions that I really don't know answers to um, after reading some of the, the information on it that I'm not really sure of. So I don't know where the catch is or if it will be successful or not, but it's really interesting. Yeah. And I think the he's you know a bit of a long shot for that Democratic nomination, but you know President Trump was a long shot too four years ago. So who who knows? But I think the most important thing, and I think you pointed this out uh, without doing so, is that you need to look into each one of these platforms and kind of understand more. I mean, you're going to you're going to read the headlines. You're going to read what the candidate wants you to hear the thousand dollars a month. But how do we get there? Is it does it line up with what you have in mind and what you believe uh, for every candidate on either side? You need to do the research and make sure you pay attention to all the details. All right. The next one, I'm going to shift away from the election a little bit and have uh, go into some more headlines that are I thought were very interesting that caught my attention. So the first one is a new study shows that 37% of U.S. households are free and clear, meaning they no longer have a mortgage to pay. Is that figure 37% higher or lower than you would have expected? Honestly, when I first heard that, I thought it was a little higher than I expected. I thought that with, especially nowadays and in, in today's world and interest rates, I figured a lot more people would be refinancing and stretching out their mortgages for another 30 years because interest rates are now in the you know three to 4% range. So when I heard that, I was kind of like, well, I, I'm pretty impressed with uh, that number actually. 
How many of your clients go into retirement free and clear? Do most of them? I'd say a majority of them. That is one of their biggest priorities. And again, sometimes I do, uh, I, I maybe it's my youth, maybe it's uh, the young person inside me, but I'm not scared of a mortgage. I, I tell people that all the time. I, I don't think it's uh, you know necessarily advisable to go into retirement with that debt. But if you ultimately look at that debt and un- unravel some of the layers and say, I'm only paying 3% or whatever the interest rate might be, it might not necessarily be that bad of a a debt, or if we have a strategy to repay that, to accelerate those payments down on that, to get free and clear, maybe two years into retirement. But ideally, once you are retired, um, you don't have to worry about that debt. That's a big relief. I mean, that's a big payment that you don't have to worry about. And now you own your asset and it's definitely advisable. Now, on that same note, I don't recommend people pulling money out to pay off their debt either because if they pull 100000 out of, out of 401k or an IRA, well, first, they're going to pay taxes on that money. So it's going to be a lot less than 100000 And secondly, if you pour all your money into the equity in your house, if you an emergency pops up or something happens, you need to tap some money, you don't have it. So what do you do? You go pull a line of credit on the house. And so then we drive ourselves back in that same situation. So mm-hmm. again, it's kind of a double-edged sword there, but I would like to have you know, all our clients have be debt-free just so you don't have to worry about that. The final headline is an interesting one that I had not heard about until here recently, and that's a new trend in the wedding industry, wedding loans. So <laughs> there are companies now that are working specifically with young couples to loan them money for their wedding with rates fluctuating between 5%, okay, not awful, and 36%, <laughs> uh, depending on the applicant. Your thoughts on wedding loans? I think I need to become a lender um, yeah. and I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> wow. I, I'm, I'm shocked that this is what it's come down to. We kind of joke in our house, if you want to drive the price up on something, all you need to mention is the cost for babies and uh, weddings. So mm-hmm. if anything being sold for a child, cost goes up. Anything for a wedding, cost goes up. So it's mind-blowing to me, Ben, that that weddings cost this much and that people are also willing to spend that much for, you know, I think it's less than maybe eight hours of a day yeah. um, that, that people are willing to do that. You know, if I could sit down with young a young couple and talk to them and kind of counsel them, I would strongly advise them not to take a loan out and just try to put it in reality that, you know, your your dream wedding, your dream day, you know, if your mom and dad are paying for it, it could cost them you know, a lot in retirement if they're borrowing against themselves. So I don't think it makes any sense at all to be in debt for your wedding. I, I just, I don't see the anything positive with that, honestly. Yeah, and I think it kind of goes to the bigger idea of, trying to live within your means. And, you know, if you're already getting into debt over a wedding like this, a one day event, two day event, whatever it might be, that's not a great sign, I think, moving forward. And plus, like as a new couple, you have a lot of things that you want to be investing in and maybe buying some big purchases. You might have a family you want to grow, whatever it is. And to carry this extra debt when you might have student loans or a car payment or whatever else just seems unnecessary. And the last thing that I thought of was, you know, we spent like an average amount on our wedding. It wasn't you know absurd, but it wasn't super mm-hmm. cheap. But I know that after the fact, while we had a great time, if we would have spent half the amount of money and yeah. cut out some of the, the little details and some of the finer things that really didn't matter. I mean, the biggest thing you take away is having a great time and sharing that moment with friends and family. For sure. Yeah, it is. And it, and it goes by so quick. And that's, you know, I kind of feel like an old guy in the room now telling, giving <laughs> advice to young people, but that day just flies by and, and you really don't realize that until years go by and all you have are pictures to remember it. But it is, it's more important about the people that are in the room and the time that you're spending with people and to 
drive yourself in debt for that. And like you said, with big purchases and what you could do, I've heard uh, more weddings costing 50,000 and yeah. it just, it literally blows my mind that that could go for, that could pay off, you know, half a house, you know, it could pay off student loans. There's so many things that that money could do a lot more for than one day or less than one day. Yeah. It's pretty wild to think about, but wedding loans, apparently are a new thing in the wedding industry. So look, before you decide on these, these things, make sure you uh, consult with your advisor to see if it lines up with your plan. The answer you're probably going to get from Ben and his team is probably no on a wedding loan, but <laughs> it's worth asking your advisor uh, if that's the case. And Ben and his team can always be found online at bashrock-fg.com. They're on Facebook as well. And you can call them at 330-473-1060. They serve all of that Cleveland and Akron area in Ohio. So reach out to them if you have any questions like this on your mind or, or thinking about you know have, finding an advisor for the first time and want to kind of get Ben's idea on what your plan might look like and, and what your future and what those steps might entail. So that can all be found online at bashrock-fg.com. So that's our In the News headlines. Let me remind you too, we're going to be doing an episode next up on uh, mailbag questions. So if you have any, send those over. You can send them on Facebook or on the website to Ben and his team and we'll bring them on the show and we'll ask those. We'll do an entire episode on your listener questions and try to answer what's on your mind. We'll do that next time. So Ben, appreciate the time and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Sounds good. This has been Unlocking Your Financial Future. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and have the next episode delivered right to your inbox. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and B.A. Schrock Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with a U.S. government or any government agency. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.